Remember, uh, was that Jack Nicholson in the Batman? Michael Keaton, Batman. This town needs an enema, needs an enema, needs an enema. Did he really say that? Mm-hmm. It was on like the, one of the songs on the album was remixed. And it was just what I just did. And I think if I keep singing it over and over again, you'll remember. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. I am here, as always, with the shards to my broken heart, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ, how are you doing? I'm, I'm good. So I'm just a little curious about being the shards to your broken heart. Does that mean that... When your heart breaks into pieces, I'm the one that puts it back together? No, no, no. What I mean is that when I am trapped in a cave because of explosions that were illegally sold to my enemy, and the shards from that shrapnel get close to my heart, you are the shards. So you're one arc reactor, or I'm one arc reactor away from killing you. Yes. Oh, okay. It's a dark episode. I'm really happy this, we dove into that, though. This week on Shit, It's Dark Out Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the answer to the question that you asked is, is I'm good. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. Yeah, happily ensconced here in the Bay Area where we are not having any forest fire smoke as of yet. Um, but climate change is real. Hashtag let's save the planet. Um, it's going well. It's going well. The weather's, per- the weather's beautiful. And, you know, I was really a little nervous about this movie this week, but I gotta say, I gotta say, I did not hate it. Okay. First off, let's tell the people what movie we're talking about in case they didn't finish last week's episode. True story. True story. This week on Icon or Wycon, we have reached the end of the Stark trilogy. And fittingly, um, or just lazy fucking title making, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. So it's funny that you say you didn't hate it. Because I remember when I first saw it, I was so disappointed. And disappointed. so disheartened by what I saw. And then I watched it last night and I was like, this is actually delightful. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's a actually, fun movie. It's quite lovely. Um, it makes more sense than Iron Man 2, hands down. Sure does. Yeah, it's a romp. Yeah. It's Shane, a romp. There's a lot going on. Shane Black did a great job. Yep. Stepping into yep. the director's chair after John Favreau. Favreau or Favreau, have we decided? No, we've been over this. Uh, we, it's, it's Favreau. What we haven't decided is what is, the hell does Desert Island Top 5 mean? Listen, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> shut your damn mouth. So Iron Man 3. Yeah, it was super fun. Yep. It yep, was super it, fun. It was The yep, dialogue was some, a little soft. It's got some issues with pacing. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot happening. Um, and you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really tie together so nicely with a, with a bow. Um, but 
I think ultimately it serves, it serves a purpose and uh, has a place here in the MCU. It surely does. I really like, and I'm going to jump straight to something that ties up at the end of it, but I like at the beginning, once you already know how this plot hangs together, when you watch the beginning, you see that he really did blow off everyone that's going to become his enemy later. Yeah, no, and he says as much. Yeah, and it's really, like, he can't even remember them, really. That's just who he was. Right, exactly. And it's, it's interesting to go back and see old Tony, pre-arc reactor Tony, mm-hmm. and see the billionaire playboy philanthropist that he used to be. Right, exactly. Um, what's funny is he really does that thing that boys do. And I have to say, I have more experience with this, but like, and I've done this before and I'm not proud to admit it. I can't believe I'm putting this on the episode, but it's that putting this on, I'm putting this on tape. It's that whole, it's that whole (laughs) thing where you treat somebody like they're the center of the universe. You make them feel special. You make them think this is going somewhere. And then you're like, this wasn't going anywhere. I don't know why you got that idea. All I did was be your boyfriend all day. Do you know what I mean? He totally does that thing to what's her name is escaping me right now. May. Uh, Rebecca Hall's character, Maya Hansen. Maya. Maya. Yeah. He totally plays her like that because their interaction would lead you to believe that they were more of a thing than when he ghosted her in the morning. Yep. Yep. Famously uh, saying, you know who I am years before he actually does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the beginning of the movie is great. You know, you're touching on a little bit, but we get uh, uh, who the hell sings that song? No one knows. Blue. I'm sure you do. I have a um, blue house with the blue window. Yeah. Eiffel 65. Eiffel 65. Right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, John, John Favreau rocking the John Travolta look from Pulp Fiction. Genius. Uh, puts us, puts us right back into the nineties. Uh, we get the we should get the return of Yinsen. Yes. Uh, so so we're we're off to a strong start. It's we're really strong start. It's really cool, and I'm not afraid of gratuitous Guy Pierce. I love that people continually continuously try and find ways to ugly him up. That man is <laughs> handsome. You can't yeah. do it. No, stop trying. He looks stop trying. so good in his horrible wig and like glasses. Oh, he has a wig and glasses. I was like, I, I still would. He looked great. <laughs> I still would. That man is gorgeous. <laughs> he is gorgeous. He's also, he's also a very fine actor. Yes, uh, you know, an excellent actor. Slips, slips right in here to the MCU, uh, you know, fully aware that he's in a comic book movie, mm-hmm. but not, not insulting it, you know, and, yeah. not, and, and in turn, right, not insulting us. Uh, he has a fine, fine turn as the villainous Aldrich Killian. I thought he was great. Um, I loved that we got some quality pepper. Yes, yes. We continue to build uh, Pepper and Tony's relationship. I think that, you know, this movie, uh, more, more than any of the other three thus far, really takes us into, you know, their daily lives, what they're struggling with. Obviously, you know, a big portion of this plot centers around what Tony is struggling with. And, you know, looking back on this thing, um, hindsight being 2020, uh, we really, this is really sort of Tony's precursor to uh, Peter Parker. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is where we first see him flex that paternal muscle at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, really, really men- mentoring, uh, you know, the kid who who ultimately attends his funeral. Yeah. Yeah. What I found most interesting was that he is at a very, very low point in this movie, emotionally and spiritually. Sure. And I think it's fascinating. It's such, and it's a, such a moment you can skate by, but it's, it really, really resonated with me. And I'm going to paraphrase, but it's when he was up working and Pepper comes downstairs and he's just like, listen, I'm, I'm fucked up. And <laughs> right, he's like, right. I'm fucked up. I love you. And I, I stay up all night and I tinker with these things. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's just what I do. And it was so fascinating to see a character who's exhibited such bravado, such confidence, exuded such authority over his circumstances for the past two movies to be at this point where he's like, I, I don't know why I'm like this. Mm-hmm. I am, yeah. though. This is where I'm at. And yeah. to see that this, it's in this space that he's able to truly connect with Pepper in a unique way that he's able to really, really bond with this kid. This kid sort of brings him back. And, yeah. and that, that last panic attack that he's having, and he's like, you said you're a mechanic, make something. Make like, something, build something. Yeah, and he's like... Build something, you know, like yeah, uh, Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, I'll write my way out, right? Like Tony, Tony Stark, I'll build my way out. Yeah. It's not the suit, sure. it's you. Yeah. You're, you're Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. And getting back to, you know, how we didn't really... Uh, like this thing when we first saw it it kind of you know we weren't ready yeah right? like we weren't we weren't ready for the the character development of tony stark we were, we wanted iron man 3 like we were coming off of iron man 2 where it was kind of like eh, okay but like give us something really really strong and instead they like gave us a film yeah and you know? it's they, it's they it's smaller and it's and it's it's much smaller and it the, but the fucking payoff later on with peter parker with pepper you know, like we get her in the 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 uh, uh, Iron Rescue uh, out, you know, suit. Um, and no, it's it was a lot. It was it was an enjoyable thing to see. And uh, you know, uh, the main issue, right, is, is it comes up right after the the opening. Uh, once we're through the prologue, uh, let's talk about the Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, it's not the best reveal well i mean it's not even a reveal it's it yeah was, it was a fucking it was a red herring yeah a, um, like a bullshit red herring know, a bullshit red herring and i think you know one of the very early um one of the very early attempts here by marvel studios to um you know sort of address right or undo some of the real racial stereotypes that they had in their comic books What's fascinating is this didn't work and they still did the same thing with the ancient one. Yeah. Yeah. We really didn't, we really didn't learn from. (laughs) No. They're like, we don't want to do an Asian stereotype. So instead of creating a positive Asian character that someone can connect with. Yeah. We're going to put a white person in the role. They did it. it. Yeah. They did it twice. And the first time didn't go over well. And and the second time we know what happened with that. Yeah, no, as, as wonderful as, as Tilda is. It didn't really stick. 
No, it didn't. And hopefully with the release of The Legend of the Ten Rings, we'll be able to take steps forward in that regard. Yes, I'm looking forward to meeting the true Mandarin. Yeah, looking forward to meeting the true Mandarin and also his son, who is, I think, going to be the protagonist and the main character of the movie. That will be a positive stereotype. Yeah, I think that'll be great. Now, here's my thing. So here's the other thing that's so weird. Calling Ben Kingsley's character the Mandarin was just for people that knew the comics. Because then it's like, oh, it's not really the Mandarin. And it's like, then why did you call this random terrorist the Mandarin? Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I think that they, 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 let's, so let's go back, right? To the cave, right? Like that was the terrorist group, the Ten Rings. And I think that in the long run, you know, that terrorist group will be connected to the Mandarin. Okay. Right. I think that those people in the cave will be connected to the, the actual Mandarin. We, and he, they teased it a little bit in Iron Man 2, um, but I can't really recall the exact moments. But, you know, so then we get to Iron Man 3, and I think it was kind of like Ray's parents. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're going to tease – we're going to tease, we're going to tease. And then it, it turns out that it's like not actually it, you know? And I think it's one of those, those occasions where a, a, a studio or a filmmaker, whoever, what fucking cut Feige, I don't know whose idea it was. You outsmarted yourself. Yeah. You know, you could have either, you needed, could have given us the Mandarin or give us nothing in this movie. Right. Um, there is a great one shot <laughs> again with the fucking one shot, uh, all hail the King where, the mandarins the actual mandarins people come in and like they break slattery out of jail because the mandarin wants to talk to him you know so like this 13 minute little film that they put together pays it off yeah but unfortunately it is sort of a stain on the iron man 3 yeah it's only because it's lame you know like it's not it's lame it's not cool like it's not cool in an otherwise cool movie Yes. Um, and, and and they went through the lengths of making sure we see him meet an Asian businessman at the beginning of the movie. Right. Just just so you think that that's going to tie together. Yep. Be like, oh, that must be the Mandarin. It's not. Mandarin. It never not. ties together. It's a shitty red herring. It's a shitty red herring. Uh, it's a there, shitty red herring. Yeah. And it's kind of it. It's like it's like stage two. You know, it's like, hey, guys, like, we've got Ben Kingsley. He's yeah. amazing. Like, he'll be very villainous. And then we'll, like, turn it on its head. And he'll be, like, super funny. And no. he is super He's funny. He's great. He's so good. But <laughs> it's, like. He's fucking amazing. But it takes, it pulls us out. It totally pulls us out. There are a couple of moments of humor that really do distract from the punch that the movie attempts to have. Yeah. No, ben, no question. And Ben Kingsley, meeting Ben Kingsley is one of those. As fun and silly as it is, it's like just not that good. Yeah, no, and it has no effect on anything. No, there's no you know reason I mean? for it to go down like that. Yeah, um, it doesn't need to. Where, whereas when you see Killian walking into the film studio and being like, all right, remember, don't look him in the eye. He'll shoot you in the face. Yeah, It's like you think that there's a real threat. So if there was a way to actually make it not so that like real villain is Killian and, and he's just a, a souped up 
man, like everyone else you've seen kind of exploding. They can't regulate. Do you know, like that was, that, that's the big turnaround. It's still a better turnaround than the whole final fight with whiplash in Iron Man 2, but yeah. it's still not nearly as interesting. Had it not at, happened. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a little silly. It's a little silly. It's a little silly. And I think that, you know, if, if it wasn't Ben Kingsley, right. And like, they just showed up and it was like a random actor. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't know. He's just paying me to be here, man. I'm sorry. Like, you know, like just, you know, fucking like any, any C plus actor. Yeah. And they don't try to do the funny. He just comes in, he realizes it. And he's like, Oh shit. Like I've been chasing the wrong dude and runs away. Even that would have been better. Yeah, he played. They, they played the humor. Yeah, they played the humor up so hard, and then they even got Rhodey in on it. And God bless Don Cheadle. My God, you know, the more I see of him, the more I'm like, you will make literally anything work. Why is he yep. cinematic tofu? And anything is delicious if you add John, <laughs> Don Cheadle to it. Anything works as soon as he comes into frame. He's incredible. Go, go watch the new Space Jam. Oh really? Everything oh, yeah. works when he's on screen, Every, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah. Great. He's spectacular. Fantastic! Yeah, he's so good because, like, all of a sudden he starts talking. I was like, "Oh, I didn't need them to get Rhodey in the in on the humor." I like it better now that Rhodey's in on the humor, though. Yeah, he makes everything yeah. better. But it was he's still wonderful. It was still dumb. I still hated it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's a stain, not an Obadiah yeah. stain, but no. a stain. No. Now, how about this? Were you not shocked when he just straight up shot Maya? Yes. I was shocked. That was it. that was exciting. I was like, Ooh. loved it. Yeah, drama, tension. Yeah, the man. The man is off the rails. He's dangerous. Yeah, because he's like, I don't care. We're great. Now you're dead. I have Tony Stark. Yeah. After she convinced him that he needs him. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Definitely. Don't ever. Don't ever train your replacement. Whatever you do. No. Oh my God. No. Absolutely not. Now here's the other thing. I loved that there were innovative ways for him to get the suit on. Mm-hmm. That were that existed not to be innovative ways to get the suit on, like yes. it's it, it was a plot device, and I thought that was so slick. And I was like, I really overlooked how slick that is. How he throws the suit on Pep, and then he does it again later. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. I love I love all of the suits. Um, that's you know that's been one of the criticisms of this movie over the years is all of the suits. Um, that's ripped straight from the comics. Yeah, he you keeps know, building. That's a thing. Yeah, he can't stop and, himself. And I love that he we do it in this movie and then he we get rid of them all. Yeah. And we move on. Yeah. yeah I, very, I, very good. Oh, it's so good. I love how the Mark 42 uh comes back into play in such a strong way. Oh yeah. And they how they, they build that that it's glitchy, it's glitchy, it's glitchy. And then the big final battle, you think it's glitchy again, and he's really just gonna throw it on. Uh, Killian right. to self-destruct. Killian. Oh man, yeah, no, and that Mark was... forty-two is is this, the best supporting actor. <laughs> yeah. He's such a big part of the movie. <laughs> Did you get Doctor Manhattan vibes when um, the suit was sort of like hanging out with Pep upstairs? Oh, totally. No, very Watchmen. Yeah, and I love I love that whole bit where he was like, "I'm just going to send the suit." Yeah, because the suit is what I know. You know, and it's it, again, it's 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 Tony's sort of evolution. 
Yeah. Right. Like he, he's going to be there for date night. He's going to get her the big teddy bear, but he's still like, he, he fucked up. Like he ate dinner too soon. Yeah. You know, so he's going to like, just send the suit. Um, and then I love how she turns it around on him when the suit attacks her, you know, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I fucked up. Blah, 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 blah. And, and she says, I'm sleeping downstairs. Tinker with that. So good. Fucking Gwyneth. She's, this is the thing though. This is some of the best material they've ever given Pepper. Yeah. And this yeah. Pepper is who creates the endgame Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no issues here with Gwyneth Paltrow. One issue, um, not sure why Why do we need to put her in a bra, in a sports bra. Yeah, Did to show her abs. Clothes? Yeah, it's just to show was her just, body off. Was it just the, it was just, yeah. It's because it's a great shot when she's like leaning back and you can see how slim she is. It was it was literally just for the male gaze. It was insulting. Yeah, very insulting. Or the female gaze. Uh, That's actually insulting that I said the male gaze. <laughs> the person gaze. The, the person gaze. gaze. Anyone who wants to gaze at uh, Pepper Potts in a sports bra. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't need to happen. Although, you know, it all. is kind of better with the extremis effect to see mm-hmm. more skin. Yes, it so is. That's it okay is. then. It is. Yeah, I just wanted to just wanted to identify that. That was like, hey guys, come on. Now I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you do you feel like the vice president's involvement was clear enough? Oh yeah. Once we saw the leg. I don't think that was enough to like really make him oh, an accomplice. No. Oh my god! Are you kidding? That hit, it hits you over the head. I don't think it was enough. You know, you're tired. <laughs> you're what tired. do you mean? You're just sleepy. No, I saw it. You've been I hanging saw... out with the bros. You've been hanging out with your brothers probably all hours <laughs> of the night. No, I'm serious. I watched it. And I was because like... That is the most, that's, that's fucking uh, most, one of those most obvious moments I've ever seen. No, no, no. So seeing his daughter, I can understand why he wants to support Project Extremist, right? I can understand yeah. that, right? I can't understand why he's willing to overthrow the president. That's what oh, I can't I understand. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, well, I mean, it's always the family. But the president right? wasn't putting his family in danger. There's nothing stopping him from, from being a, a citizen of the private sector supporting this work. He doesn't need to overthrow the presidency to get his daughter this cure. Oh, I see. That's what's unclear. So they should they pan down his other like, oh, she's missing her leg. He must love Project Extremist because of this. I was like, that's not enough motivation to put the president's life in danger. So what if it was like um Killian and Hansen Hitler had already like gone to the government and the government was like, absolutely not. This is too dangerous. We can't do it. Would that have been? Because then he'd be operating in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And what am I going right. to say? What am I going to say to you? Uh, you're going to say, put it in the movie. Put it in the movie. Put it. It's not there. It's not there. Yeah. And and the daughter's missing leg is not enough reason for me to take that leap. I did take that leap because I was on the ride. But like, and then he gets arrested, and I was like, makes no sense. I hear you. I won't argue with you. But that's the thing. Again, uh, I'm, I'm, it's a nitpicky thing at this point. But I and you have Miguel Ferrer. How do you have an actor of that caliber with so little to do? Why would you do that? It's a waste. What it's a total a waste. waste. What a waste. What a waste of me, Guffer. It's not time for a song yet, CJ. Oh, sorry. 
It's not time for song yet. There's one more thing I think we need to address. I know you sit and wonder why. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, there's there's one more thing that I think we need to address. Okay. Uh, it's the fact that like, while, and this is on me, okay. while I agree with you, there was no reason to have Pepper in her sports bra. I am so happy there was a reason for Killian's shirt to burn off. Yeah. Yeah, you get to see those cool tattoos, Mandarin vibes. Yeah. Right? Dragons. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Great. No, he looked great in his slacks. Yeah. Right? Like, why didn't the pants burn off? I've always wondered that. It's like the pants never burn off. It's always just the shirt. Here's the thing. The pants never burn off. And get this. I love that you brought up the tattoos. Very cool Mandarin vibes. He's not the real Mandarin. Why no, does he not. have those tattoos? Why does Why he have, does those, he have tattoos? those tattoos? It doesn't make any sense, CJ. No, no, it's it's that it's that's where they blew it. That's where they 100% blew the movie. That final thread doesn't add up unto itself. It doesn't add to the whole greater trilogy factor. I'll yeah. give the movie a high five for ending with I am Iron Man. I'll give the Russo brothers a high five for understanding that that wasn't enough and we needed the line one more time. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And those yeah, end credits no, were fine. I mean, it's, it's one of those things, man, where like, you know, they, they can't all be, they can't all be the Winter Soldier. Nah, 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 nah. They can't, they can't all be that, but you know, they're, this one's good. It's good. It's strong I liked entry. it. I liked it a lot. Strong I liked it a lot. And it's sure. an improvement upon Iron Man 2. Definitely. Yes. yes. Easily an improvement. A, it takes a literal and figurative step forward. Miss Natasha, but I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of, plenty of Natasha later. You know, she gets her own movie later. I, I've seen it. Have you? I haven't yet. No. You got to go see it. I loved I'm it. Gonna, I'm not, I think I'm going to watch it at home. I think I'm going to pay the, the, the $29. Did you get permission you know, from like, Lena? To pay the twenty nine dollars. Yeah, I haven't asked yet. Okay, I haven't asked yet. Yeah, but I think I'll, I'm going to do it. I'll put in a good word for you. I've got that damn sound system, man, and it might. You, you know, in the it. long run, it's going to be cheaper. Absolutely, it's going to be cheaper in the long run. Absolutely, so. most definitely. Uh, we should we should take a break. Let's do that. Yeah. You know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your, your chest area, where, where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some. Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking oh. to... I'm talking to people Absolutely. on the Instagram, I'm talking to people on the Twitter, and I want to do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, we appreciate you. We see you. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Yeah, so I think that, Andrew, where can where can the people who may be 19, 20, 21, where can they find us? Listen, at Icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram. And we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Log on. Log in. Trip out. <laughs> back to the show. And we're back. 
We are back. I did not go to the bathroom, so if I get up in the middle of this, you'll know why. Listen, you're not going to get up in the middle of this. You're going to record this whole section all the way through because I am in need, and a friend in need is a friend indeed, CJ. And I'm just, okay. I, I, I'm completely flummoxed at all of the information and all of the content that we created in the last 35 minutes. And I need some okay. focus. I need some clarity. Okay. I think we need some ephemeral questions. For the last half hour, we've been talking about a little movie that came out after The Dark World. And years passed and more films came out and everybody argued, was it good or was it not good? Tony was blue and those army guys blew up and they blew up his house. And that Tennessee mom was blue and everybody fell out of the plane. And now it is time to ask ephemeral 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 questions about iron man three who goes first it's usually me i'll say what worked what did not when i'm bad i sleep on a cot we'll give out special awards i hope our listeners are bored when do you leave for your tour That, my friend, <laughs> that was Oscar worthy. That <laughs> was so good. Eiffel 65. What worked about this movie for you, CJ? Okay, so um, I, I think what worked for me the most, honestly, was the reverence to the comics. Okay. Right. There were so many delightful comic book Easter eggs in this thing. The Mark 42, um, the character who came after Tony uh, in Tennessee, uh, Brant, yeah. right? Like the fact that her face was scarred, like that yeah. happened to her in the comics. Um, just, you know, the extremist storyline, you know, which is a newer storyline. I mean, I think, I feel like it was like the early 2000s. Or it is a newer storyline. Yeah. Yeah, the way that they were like able to just, you know, rip that right from the comics and, and slide it in here, I thought that it was it was seamless. Mm -hmm. um, all these characters just, you know, being so tied to the comics, you know, ironically, the fact that they tried to like <laughs> triple down with the Mandarin, uh, notwithstanding. Yeah. I just think that, you know, as a fan of someone who has followed these comics for so many years, when you see it done in, in live action and you see it done well, uh, there's just nothing more satisfying than that. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm quoting a friend of mine from, from the social medias. Uh, I'm actually, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, uh, if you haven't read the book, you don't know the story when you watch the movie. You're only watching someone's interpretation of it. Ooh. You know? Yeah. And I was like, yes, 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 Jacob Thompson. Like, yes, that's absolutely right. If, if, you, if you read these comics... And then you watch these movies. It's 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 a whole different fucking experience. Absolutely. You know, so for me, you know, there's I mean, there's so many other things. The acting is great. And, you know, the, yeah. the, the script is OK. But but for me, it's all about the comics. Very, very cool. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? I thought it was so effective that it was character focused. Yep. It was very character focused where I feel like Iron Man 2 was uh, world building focused and set piece focused. 
I met a lot of people and I saw a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. It was stuff. A ton of stuff happened. This yeah. was a much smaller film. So much of it revolved around Tony processing his PTSD. So right. much of it revolved around uh, Tony and Pepper's relationship uh-huh. and how that's developing and, and how they're working on it constantly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so much of it uh, is based in Tony having to reconcile the sins of his past. You mm-hmm. know, it was, it was super interesting and it was about the people yeah. and, and, and right down to Operation Clean Slate at the end. Yeah. He's not yeah. going to stop being Iron Man, but he knows he needs to show her that he'll blow it all up to show her how he feels about her. That's what right. that moment is. I, right. I will fucking destroy all of this for you. Yeah. No, the, the, I love that you said it's about the people, you know, because because um, Killian says, you know, since that giant man fell out of the sky with that hammer, things are different. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can see it. You can see it and you can feel it that this is a world where aliens exist. Yeah, it's different you now. Know, this is this is a world where gods exist. Um, and how do people deal with that? And we get such a great payoff later where Tony almost doesn't develop time travel. Yeah. For his family. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. The it's character really... development, the character focus in this movie, you're absolutely right. 100%. It's really, really beautiful. It's a 100. Um, there's a great there's a great meme that went around and it said that uh it, it showed the picture of Tony looking at Peter's picture in Endgame. Mm-hmm. And it said Peter will never know that it was his smile that saved the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. sweet. And that thread is started in this picture when he has that connection with that boy right. and mentors him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You said the word connection. That's one of my favorite RDJ delivered minds. You know, no, I, I, I know you're cold. You know, you know how? It's we're connected. connected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kid tries to play it up in such a good moment. We didn't yeah, even touch yeah. on the kid. That kid was so good. Oh, yeah. Ty Simpkins, man. He, he does such a great job. And he's at Tony's funeral. Spoiler I know. Yeah. Tony we, dies. But he's <laughs> at Tony's fucking funeral. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. All right, here we go. I, I have a couple. I'm going to stick to one. Okay. What What didn't work about this movie for you? The Mandarin. Same. Yeah. It's just it's the That's big it. it's the big turd. Yeah, it's the. Do you know what fart. I mean? Yeah. 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 No, it's just it. You didn't need it. I mean, I I feel like it was, you know, it's like, hey guys, Ben Kingsley called. He wants to be in this movie. You know, oh, where can we put him? What can we do? You know, what if? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just so unnecessary. Because, there's some because there's, there's the, the, only the nerds in the audience know that the Mandarin is connected to the Ten Rings. You know, and and we're here. Like, we don't need it. We're good. Well, also we love Tony Stark. We love Pepper Potts. We love Happy Hogan. They never make it make sense. They yeah. never make it make sense. Also, how about? Let's talk about how uh, Grauman's Chinese theater, like yeah. he sets the bomb there because it's a, it's a model of Western appropriation. Yeah. Who the fuck Meanwhile. are you though? You're Meanwhile. not. Man, you're yeah. not the man. So yeah. dumb. The, the fortune cookies. It's like, oh my God, oh my God. what are they doing? They make it so weird. And then the what? payoff is what so is lackluster. Yeah, no, I know, man. 
I know. It really, that's, and that's the thing, while the overall movie was better than I remember, that reveal sucked worse than I remembered it. Yeah, I was I like, know. oh, I really hung all my hatred on that reveal. The movie's actually it's delightful. Crappy. That yeah. reveal sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Now. Now. Does this movie make your desert island top five? I know you've expressed reservations that 53 episodes in, you still do not understand this question. And maybe after the MCU, we retire the question. I don't know. Yeah, no, we can't retire the question. You're right. We can't. We can't. That yeah, was a completely is, empty offer. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> it's the crux kind of, of the show. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Here's the mm. thing. Uh, I've ha- I I got drunk. I mean, really, really drunk with the with the guy who played Savin. James oh, cool. Badgedale. Yeah, we did a show together, and we got turnt one night. He's handsome. Oh, he's very, he's very cool. He's a big yeah. hockey fan, actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't think that it makes the desert island. Okay. You know, um, th- thinking the way that I do, right, trilogies, like I'll always favor uh, Iron Man. Um, but I'm really, really happy that I got to revisit this movie because I think I'll watch it again. I just don't know how many times and I don't know, you know, how much time I really need to have to watch this movie again when I'm not doing like a rewatch or something, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would say no, but uh, it didn't, it didn't, it gets an A for effort. It you does. It does. So. It does. It doesn't make my desert island top five either, mainly because I'm still trying to figure out if, if Ben Kingsley really did shoot that man or if that was all fake. Right? Did he? Who knows? <laughs> like, he said the guns that they give everybody were fake, but like, uh, I feel like the whole nation watched him kill that man. Yeah. Was yeah. that another like, actor? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, because he's in the Roxxon Corporation. Yeah. Yeah. Was he in on it? Like, it, it was just such a shit. Uh, I don't know. It's a shit show. Yeah. So it doesn't make my desert on top five because I'm confused. And you know, I don't like to be confused. Yeah, no, the Mandarin the Mandarin angle is bad. It's it's lousy. It keeps it off the island. It does. Prevents its entry onto my boat. Pack your knives and go. Pack your knives and go. Get out of here. All right. I have a bonus question for you. Ooh. Are you ready? Are I you am. ready? Yes. This movie is shockingly a Christmas film. Ah, it sure is. Now, that said, we're just touching on this now. Yeah. Yeah. That said, I'm a producer. Okay. On the film. Mm. You sit me down. This, this is the cut you show me. And my note is you got to up the Christmas factor. Okay. What do you do to satisfy my request? Wow. Okay. I have to. I have to I have to name a character Holly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got to have Ode to Joy playing, even though that's not a Christmas song. It's not a song. Christmas song. It's not a Christmas song. Uh, wow. That's a really tough question. Um, let me... Oh, I know. There's a Christmas party at Stark Industries and... Happy Hogan gets into a fight 
with a Santa Claus that he thinks is a spy. That's cool. Yeah. And that Santa Claus is being played by Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> very good. Very, very good. Very, very good. Does that scratch your itch, Mr. Producer? Yes, it does, CJ. Thank okay. you. Thank Great. you. Go film Great. those reshoots. We'll release on <laughs> December 19th. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll just make sure Jared Leto's available too. He can yes. be an elf. Hilarious. All right. Now you've asked the question. Yeah. Now answer it. I can do it in two moves that only require four days of reshoots <laughs> and one day of ADR. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Maya's name is Noel. <laughs> two. Noel Hansen. At the very end, when the kid opens up his thing, it's not a new potato launcher. It's the Mark 42 is the gift. Oh, it's like an actual present. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, it, good. Yeah. And and that 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 way that's the Mark 42's final appearance. Well done. Right? I like it. Yep. Good stuff. Thank you. Another another outstanding bonus question segment. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> What's your special award? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. My special award is the William and Kate Award. Oh. Yep. Because as you know, they broke up at one point mm-hmm. and then they got back together. I hate that I know that. Right? I hate that I know that. But I do. I love that you know that. And I got to use what I know. Uh, so I feel like Iron Man 3 and I broke up. Mm-hmm. After the first time I watched it, I said, Jesus Christ, this movie. What is this movie that I'm... Ugh. But then some time passed. I grew up a little. So did it somehow. It changed. I changed. Everybody can change. And then we got back together. And I think we're going to have a happy life together now. Not necessarily on the desert island, but I'll visit him on weekends. Oh, that's beautiful. The William and Kate Award. I love that. You know, oddly enough, our awards are a little bit similar. Shocking. Right? <laughs> Mine is the One Direction Award. <laughs> English pop culture ruined, ru- rules the day. Rules the day. One Direction. I did not pay One Direction any mind until Zane quit. And I was like, yeah, Zane, do it. Fuck those guys. And then I was like, I have, I have such a strong opinion about him liberating himself. And I, don't, I only really know that one song. And then I went back and listened. And I was like, oh, they really... They really delivered in a very it's special a, way. It's a shockingly effective canon. Yeah, they like, have a lot of really good songs. More songs than I. A lot of really good songs. More songs than I realized I knew. I feel like every month or two, a song I hear come that I hear, and I'm like, oh my god, that's One Direction. Yeah, they were they were pretty legit in their whole thing, and in that they were a lot better and more culturally significant than I remember. Yeah, like this movie. Like this movie, for sure. The, the One Direction Award. Yep, I like it. I thank yeah, you. Approved. Preach. No argument here. Is this film? You appreciate. That's what I pre- it is. I said preach, and you know exactly yeah. what I meant because we've been friends long enough. Um, appreciate. <laughs> let me have my abreaves. Eations. <laughs>
<laughs> is this film an icon or a Y-con? <sighs> I'm afraid it's a Y-con. It's a Y-con, absolutely. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's it's got a very significant place in the MCU. Uh, there's a reason that we put it here because, you know, it came out after The Dark World, but it goes here um, because it it wraps up Tony, you know. Um, Post-Avengers. It, it wraps up like the, yeah, like post-Avengers. That's the story we're telling. Uh, the post-credit scene of him and Banner, you know, that really, that we get that relationship really firmly established. And, and now we can go forward. Um, and of course, I feel like the dark world is really where we kick off the infinity saga, mm-hmm. right? Like we're at the beginning of phase two. I think this is a nice little introduction to phase two, a soft landing, if you will. Um, but it's a Y-con because of the Mandarin yep. reveal. You know, I would be, I would love to see what this thing looks like without that. Um, but unfortunately I can't, I cannot, uh, turn back time like share like tony stark i don't know what you're oh there sorry anyway um yeah yeah it's a it's it's totally a icon and the mandarin reveal is such a big blight on a movie that otherwise works very very well uh especially because it's it's just so disconnected from everything and and the third move the third movie in your trilogy i was in a meeting today a work meeting and one of the things they said is like best practices aren't always your best practices for you right yeah sure but the flip side of that is sometimes they are right mm-hmm. so in your trilogy formula usually there is some reveal that something you learned or something you thought you knew isn't what it was to varying degrees of success. That's the way Randy paraphrased it in scream three. And it holds up for most (laughs) trilogies. You know, something you thought you knew is not what it was. Right. And, and we don't really learn anything new. We see some fun development of the characters, but I think what they thought they were doing was that, Oh, well, you know, the, uh, Tony was an asshole and the sins of his past comes on him. That's not enough. That's not enough to warrant a villain that is completely disconnected from your entire trilogy. They could have found something that tied back to Obadiah. They could have found something that tied back to Whiplash. There were literally a million other avenues, especially if one of your MacGuffins is sins of the past. How is your main villain not related to that MacGuffin at all? Yeah. Your main villain is a red herring set up by the real main villain connected to your MacGuffin? That's convoluted. That's not in the movie. Nope. Nope. That's all I have to (laughs) say about that. That is not in the movie. That's not in the movie. Yeah. Nope. That's what gives it Wycon status. Shout out to Ben Kingsley. It's a killer performance with some subpar material. Oh, yeah. Have you seen All Hail the King? Have you watched that one shot? I have not. No. Everybody go watch it. He does brilliant work again. Like he's he built, amazing. He, he's firmly established who Trevor Trevor Slattery is, and he fucking nails it. But it's unnecessary and uh, ruins Christmas. It ruins Christmas. You heard it here first. Ben Kingsley 
ruined ben Christmas. Kingsley fucking ruined Christmas. <laughs> That's going to be yeah. the name of our first album, CJ. <laughs> uh, yeah. It'll be an yeah. album. It'll be an album of all your ephemeral question songs, and it's going to be called Ben Kingsley Ruined Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, that'll be the title track. We'll have to write that. Yeah. I'm looking it'll forward be to, to it. the tune of Ode to Joy. Oh, perfect. See, and that my friends, is what you call bringing it all full circle. The beats have been tied together. A Christmas bow. Yeah. Absolutely. Piece of holly. What'd you call me? (laughs) Oh, my God. This was fun, CJ. I think we did a good job. What's what's next in the LaRorder? Okay. As I said earlier, we are about to really kick off and get into the Infinity Saga. Hey! With another movie that I don't remember liking all that much uh, when I saw it Me in neither. The theaters, um, and I think I maybe have even—I don't know if I rented it. Was I still renting movies at that point? I don't know. Anyway, seen it a couple of times, but it's in the MCU. It's part of the order and it's Thor: The Dark World. I'm excited. I've only seen this movie once. Yeah, I'm really excited to go back and watch it again. Uh, you know, Loki, obviously Loki. And now with Loki, it's just going to put a different spin on Loki. So we'll see how we'll see how that we'll see what we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really great. Yeah. Oh, sure. Loki. For sure. Well, then, I think that does it for tonight. For Icon or Wicon, I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. I'm CJ LaRoche, and we'll MCU next time next time <laughs>